Hey, welcome. Hey, oh, my voice is already breaking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> static, static. Oh. Um, yay, welcome to Odds Bodkins. Welcome to Odds Bodkins. This, it won't seem like it, but this is sort of an emergency episode. We had a busy weekend this weekend, this past weekend. We went to the Sharks exhibit at the museum. And what else did we do? I don't know. We were running around all day. We yeah. to put up our Christmas tree. Yeah. It's it was and then we had and then we had a hibachi at night. Then Exciting we, day. We went for celebratory vaccine hibachi because all the kids in our family and these friends and family friends of ours were all out for the first time uh, in a long time and together and we got hibachi. I don't know if you've ever had hibachi, but it's when they cook. It's basically, uh, basically when they cook food right in front of you. Like, you'd have a bunch of tables. You'd have a table, like a wraparound table wrapped around a guy in a stove. And he'd do, like, crowd... Like he or she would do, like, crowd work for Huba <laughs> and would, you know, cook stuff in front of you. Yeah. It's amazing. The, the cooking is like a performance. There's a lot of flipping of things and fire bellowing this way and that. Exactly. Very funny. I had a lot of sake shot into my mouth. Yeah, he got... Yeah, he was drunk on the way home. That's not true. Man. I mean, do you? Do, I mean, Mom did ask you if, ask you if, if you wanted her to drive. Yes, and, and it wasn't necessary because it wasn't actually that much sake. We also waited so long to get our Christmas tree because I had all these schemes where I didn't want to cut down a tree this year. I mean, they're already cut down, Dad. Yeah, that's what we ended up telling ourselves because <laughs> by the time I mean, I, like you're doing it a favor. The, what? Where did the trees go to? Like, I, hopefully, they're mulched. Um, uh, where does our tree go to? We'll get it mulched. They're already cut down. There's literally. Do you see that? Yeah, but they have the same fate. Except, <laughs> except they, except they have a more sure fate when you buy them. Yeah, maybe they might got, not get mulched. That's true. That's true. Like this year, but next year, let's just not participate in the whole thing to begin with. I've heard more and more, dear listener. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. This year is the year I finally heard about trees where you get a live Christmas tree, but like in a pot. And then you return the Christmas tree in the pot and it's replanted. And in some of these schemes, you can even just have the same Christmas tree year after year, but it grows in the ground the rest of the year. And I had never heard of that and uh, I'm fascinated by it, but we got to figure out something better next year. Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, let's not offend our uh, the our listeners that are atheists slash Jewish slash celebrate Kwanzaa. That's true. Although those people are pretty used to hearing people yap about Christmas, I gotta say. Mm, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, no matter what you celebrate, I hope you're having a good time here. They we're coming into the end of the year. The we need to have celebrations of lights because uh, of how uh, dark it is. Um, it's literally getting dark. I need an equinox to happen uh, asap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, let's start picking. Let's start picking. The bowl is almost empty. We we were just having a discussion. This will probably be the last time we pick with just the slips we put in the bowl at the beginning of the season. Maybe the season should be a bowl. Huh? So like maybe like we should do everything in this bowl and that's season two, and then the next time we fill up the bowl that'd be season three. That sounds good. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Anyway, we, the, the bowl needs a recharge one way or another. You got something there? Yep. Right, I got something. Oh wait. Hey. oh, wait. My phone. I got to do timing. Hold on. 
Keaton read it. Well, I'll start the timer when I start the timer. Tell everybody what the topic is. D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, for those who don't know, Dungeons and Dragons is a role-playing game RPG. Uh, not Se- not not the bazooka kind. Seven seven minutes. Uh yeah. Um but yeah. Oh, not like TNT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah RPG, you know, uh, you know. Oh, an RPG. RPG oh, that's yeah, right. A RPG. rocket propelled grenade. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> God. Keaton is hugely into D and D. Yeah, give a little description. Give like a little oh, one minute. Basically, D and D is basically a role playing game. So you like create your own character. So basically, yeah, you basically create a character that can be a human or an orc or an elf or anything, really. Yeah. And then you have to play it and see how it survives in a world where you're at the mercy. At a at a at a um at your game's instructor called a DM and dungeon a, master yeah and a couple of dice <laughs> and yeah so it's sort of like collaborative storytelling you have this adventure and the dungeon master kind of fills in a lot of the details as you like go on like a quest of some kind and then but you make decisions about how to solve puzzles and fight fight people and whatnot yeah and you love it. I love it. I remember when you started doing it at school, you weren't even old enough for the club, but we... We got a special permit. We got a special permit. We wrote and we're like, well, this is Keaton and you know Keaton and Keaton's pretty sharp and they let you in and you just took over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. It's nice to be very friends with the, the school director. <laughs> Getting with school administration, ladies and gentlemen. That's our yeah. advice to you. Also, plus the D&D person who was doing it was also uh, my good friend, uh, who was also the science teacher and the tech teacher, who was also my very good friend. Nice to have friends in high places. You could say that. Nice that Keaton is just well thought of at a school. We're very proud. I don't know if this is a dorky thing to say on a podcast. Oh, I, I don't think I'm well thought of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who thinks poorly of you at school? Don't ask. Oh, man. Well, it's certainly no one we've ever talked to. Um, and, yeah, they don't write it down in the report card, so we'll take it. True. <laughs> um, yeah. No, don't let Keaton's modesty fool you. He is, like, a very good student and a bright, shining light in his school, wherever he goes. He's an inspiration to all. And uh, I know I'm certainly not jealous of any other parents at school, which means that there's a high likelihood that all other parents are jealous of me. And I'll take it. I think all the other parents are thinking exactly that. Well, they are deluding themselves. They're also thinking that. If they think their kid measures up to mine. Sorry, idiots. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I mean to you, bragging rights. Guess what, other parents? I have a kid. His name is, what's your name again? <laughs> and he's the coolest kid in school, so eat it. <laughs> but yeah, let's go back to D&D. So anyway, back to D&D. Can I tell you a fun fact about D&D that I mm-hmm. think is so, like, not funny, but, like, is, to me, very funny? Mm-hmm. In the 80s, when I was your age, mm-hmm. there was D&D, and it was sort of taking off. I feel like it was a sort of very underground thing in the 70s, late 70s, and then it sort of had became more popular during the 80s. And it became popular enough that I think, I don't know if it was the Catholic Church or some somebody of people who were in a position to say that Dungeons & Dragons was satanic, declared it satanic and said that it was like essentially like doing spells and sorcery and stuff. And it was a way to lure young kids into uh, worshiping Satan. And 
I can fight Satan in that, literally. <laughs> so you're saying it's an anti-Satan, uh... Yeah, there are, well, there are several demons in Circles of Hell in it, but, uh... <laughs> it actually is a big part of it, but, uh... <laughs> but they, but they take up, yeah, they take a lot of elements from, like, different mythologies and religions. Yeah, it's sort of, uh, well, there's, like, orcs and elves and humans and stuff. Yeah. You were a turtle man at one point. I was a turtle. A turtle, pardon me. I don't know all the terms. Mm-hmm. I played once for one three-hour session in high school once. What were you? I was a human. What class? Uh, freshman. Hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, it must be wonderful to be on a podcast with me. Um, I don't remember. And uh, you seem like a rogue. I do seem like a rogue, don't I? This is my type, huh? Han Solo type, basically, right? <laughs> Pretty cool, even though he's a dad, dangerous, uh, fancy free, uncontrollable, kind of uh, dashing romantic. Rogues are assassins. Oh, well, <laughs> I've, I've done some jobs I'm not proud of. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some comedy work I'm not that proud of. Um, <laughs> so, um, and, but that's been like, Dungeons & Dragons has been the basis of a lot of your friendships. Like, you, a lot of you guys have a crew going. And, I think uh, I've already had a friendship and then we bought, and that's one of the elements that we had. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Well, the, the reason I be, I take I bring up the Also, same. I introduced everybody to D&D. Is that true? Yes. Who introduced you to D&D? You didn't uh, invent it. Uh, you guys introduced me. Oh, boy. Yeah, you showed me. Like, we, we were searching through after school. You showed me D&D. Yeah, it was in the after school. It was on the after school uh, curriculum, and then we were like, oh, Keaton would love that. But yeah, you were saying? Oh, I just think it's funny that, like, for example, people my parents' age, they found it very weird when I was like, oh, yeah, through Keaton's school, he's playing Dungeons and Dragons in the afternoon. And they were like, really? Does, is, is it taught by a witch? Like, what happens? Because it used to be this kind of, in certain circles, it used to be this very disreputable thing. And now I think it's just sort of like, kind of like nerd culture. Did you know that there are other podcasts where people play D&D on the podcast and that's the podcast? I mean, good for them. But honestly, like, I, who, I feel like people are going to get bored of that. Uh, yeah, I did, certainly. Um, here's a question. Here's a promotional uh, opportunity for you. Keaton, the other day you told me that you and a friend were working up a thing that works like D&D, but instead of being individual adventurers, it's about like the fate of nations and diplomacy. Mm, yeah, we're, yeah, well, that's that's not going to be like a big thing. No, I mean, if it launches on this podcast, geez, there's four people who know about it right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is too many factors to go into. That's three grandparents and two friends of mine who follow me on Instagram, and then you're off and running <laughs> Is that something you've played, or are you just sort of talking about the logistics of it, or what are you going to do? Uh, it's just a lot of logistics, and, and well, yeah, it's just based, it has a DM. That's all common ground, it really shows D&D. Oh, nice. Oh, there's the timer. Yep. It's ripples, because of, like, this other thing I had going on with my timer. Why? Not, what? Not, what? Not, what? You've been cheating on Timba? Not Timba. You've been cheating on Timbo? Huh? I have one more D&D question, but I will pause now to say that all of the timer sounds on an iPhone are weird and off-putting. But Ripples... I don't know. It has a certain charm. I mean, if you... They're on Timbo. If you had to get up at like 3 in the morning, I don't know if it would wake you up, but... And... But yeah, the official alarm sound of Odds Bodkins. Timba. That's the, old, that's the one no one knows about. 
It's deep. It's deep on a submenu. Here's my closing question about Dungeons and Dragons. If there are people out there who are interested in Dungeons and Dragons but don't have a group to play with, or want to know more about it, is there are there any resources that you can recommend? Oh, this is gonna make me sound lame. No. <laughs> send a send hit us up on social and uh, we'll uh, we'll provide more information. Maybe we could join Keaton's game. Keaton's game fell apart. Or his dungeon master got all this got involved in all this other stuff, and some of the kids got scattered, and so now you're trying to put a game together again, still, right? Yeah, I've been working on it. It's not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not ready to be DM, honestly. I feel like enjoying Dungeons and Dragons and enjoying dun- being a dungeon master would be very different things, maybe. To be fair, yeah, I'm not. I don't like you know having to control stuff, especially because I am. I'm terrible at just not letting everybody have their goals. Oh, interesting. You don't like thwarting people's dreams? No. Well, a dungeon master needs to know when to be cruel and when to be kind. I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just talking. You ad-libbing here? <laughs> I've been ad-libbing everything I've done for several years. Oh, really? Here, you missed the script to this. <laughs> <laughs> don't hand me the script now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I used to always used to say about the improv shows. Thank you for saying that it's scripted, but if it was scripted, it would have been much better. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's our that's well our time. That's our time. Um, have a good one. We will uh, we'll see you when we see you. You probably won't. Please. Any part? Any parting advice, Keaton? Uh, no. No, I love it. Let's keep our streak going. <laughs> Oh, well. Bye. Bye.